Welcome to the Colonial Church STA podcast. The vision of Colonial Church is to build an exciting, vibrant, Bible-based church right here in the heart of St. Augustine, Florida. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. Hey, did anyone get a chance to look at the merch that we have? Exchange merch? Anyone pumped about that? I know that I am. I am peeking on it. I wanted to actually spend some time on that um, just to talk about a little bit of the inspiration. We actually had um, my really good friend Tommy Davis uh, design these shirts. If you don't know Tommy, he's a man. And his wife, Mary, they are amazing. They're an amazing couple in our church. They're actually... They're actually pillars in our church, so if you, if you want to get to know some good people to lean into for some godly wisdom, those two are amazing, and they're creative geniuses. So I wanted to talk about the shirt that I'm wearing for a minute and just share a little bit of what it means um, and a little bit of the heart behind the exchange, why we do this. So um, this shirt actually represents a piece of scripture that is actually the banner over the exchange, over our young adults ministry. So if you don't know, you will now know. There, there is um, a scripture over our, our ministry, and it's 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4 through 7. So if you would, read, write that down so you have it, so you can know the, the scripture reference for your shirt um, when you're telling other people about Jesus and about the exchange. But 1 Timothy chapter 2 Starting in verse 4, this is the message version. So I just wanted to read it to you. Um, It says, he wants not only us, but everyone saved. You know, everyone to get to know the truth we've learned. That there's there's one God and only one, and a one priest mediator between God and us, Jesus, who offered himself in exchange for everyone held captive by sin. That is good news tonight to set them all free. Eventually, the news is going to get out. I'm believing that for, our, for this group of people right here. The news is going to get out because we're going to be unashamed. We're going to be unashamed about the gospel. Eventually, news is going to get out. This and this only has been my pointed work, getting this news to those who have never heard of God and explaining how it works by simple faith and plain truth. I love that. That's the message version, but that is the banner scripture over our ministry. And on the back of this shirt, I'm like, I feel rude right now, but I just want to show you the back of the shirt. So there's two hands, right? And there's a leaf. And what we were inspired by was this idea of someone giving a gift, right? So you have one hand giving the leaf to the other hand. And that represents this great exchange, so it's kind of two things. One is Jesus giving the free gift of salvation to anyone that wants to accept. This is an invitation, right? So it's our choice if we want to receive it or not. But he is extending a free gift of salvation to us. So he's giving it, and we're receiving that. But also, these hands represent us just sharing the gospel to other people, sharing this gift. Oh, I, I've received a gift that I could have never earned on my own, and I didn't deserve it, but God freely gave it to me, and I, I love Jesus so much, you got to know about him, because a relationship with him changed my life, so it's, it can change your life too. So we're inspired to share about this faith that we have. So that's what it's all about. That's a little bit of what 
the inspiration is behind this shirt and then the black shirt as well that has numbers on the front. And it's the, what is it, 54th book? Yep, 54th book. Um, second chapter, oh, second verse. Yeah, chapter two. It's got it all on the front there. But, oh yeah, here, yeah. For those that have not seen it yet. How good of, would it have been if I had it upside down? Like, yeah, this is it. All right, so that's those are the numbers. And uh, on the side, you have Colonial and the Exchange, but it's all amazing. And uh, I, I'm believing that these shirts are just going to be amazing conversation starters. Just And those conversations are going to be spirit-filled because you're going to have an opportunity to sp- speak to them about Jesus, which is going to be good. So uh, I just wanted to briefly share on that, and we're really pumped about it. So tell your friends about it. Invite a friend. You know, use this as an excuse. Be like, hey, this is this is actually ministry. I would love for you to come with me sometime. So it's all good things. Sound good? Amazing. Well, hey, we are going to continue our series tonight, Faith Over Fear. And uh, I really wanted to read through the story of Gideon tonight. Some of you might have heard the story of Gideon. And uh, before we read it, um, in Judges chapter 6, I just wanted to kind of read briefly just a bit of the setting of what's happening in the beginning of chapter 6. So again, Judges chapter 6, you can begin to turn there with me. But in the beginning of this chapter, God, um, God's chosen people have done evil in his sight. So they've done evil Evil, evil things in the sight of the Lord. So they've, they've worshipped false gods and they've been sinning um, in various ways. And they've sinned beca- because of, and because of this, God has given his people into the hands of the Midianites. So the Israelites are under the oppression of the Midianites and they're not letting up. So the uh, Israelites are, are struggling um, because of all that they've done, the evil that they've done in the sight of the Lord. And they're confused, and they're trying to figure out how to just survive. So they've, they've been um, sowing seeds to have crops, and every time these crops grow, and it comes time to actually uh, reaping what they've sown, the Midianites will go in and ravish everything. They'll take all of the food, they'll take all of their supplies, and they're left with nothing. And it's actually pushed them to, to live, the Israelite people, to live in the mountains and the caves in hiding, basically. So they're not, they're not in good shape right now. They're, they're kind of wondering what's going to happen next. They're, just, they're, they're feeling oppressed, and they, feel, they just feel the pressure from the Midianite people. And the Midianites are, are ruthless in their, in their attacks on God's people. So it got so bad that they finally cried out to the Lord again. They're crying out, and they're like, we don't know what to do. And the Lord sends a prophet to talk with them, and then after that, sends a judge. And not, not a judge in the sense of, like, a courtroom that we would, uh, we would immediately think. It's more so a political and military leader that God has put in place, and that's Gideon. So Gideon is the judge over the tribes of Israel, and he has given Gideon um, 
the opportunity to be used for his glory, for God's glory. So we're going to read about that to rescue the Israelites people, Israelite people. So Judges chapter 6, starting verse 11. We're going to read this together. Anyone bring their Bibles with them? Got a digital Bible, paperback, that works too. All right, cool. Verse 11. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under Terebinth at Ophram, which belongs to Joash the Abyssalite, while his son Gideon was beating out wheat in the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. So he's hiding, right, in fear. Verse 12. At the end of... And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. I love that he said that. And Gideon said to him, Please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the hands of the Midian. Verse 14, and the Lord turned to him and said, go in this might of yours and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Do not I send you? And he said to him, please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest of Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, but I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. Verse 17, and he said to him, if now I have found favor in your eyes, then show me a sign that is you who speak with me. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you for the power of your word tonight. We thank you that your word is actually breathing and alive and that it is a roadmap for our lives, Jesus. And I just pray that you would bless this time as we dive into it, God, as we learn more about why we should hold on to faith instead of fear, God. I thank you that you are so far from fear, God, that we don't have to even worry about it because you have overcome fear. We thank you for your truth, Jesus, in this place. We pray all of this in your precious name. And all of God's people said, amen, amen. Well, this is really, really good stuff, and I'm super encouraged by Gideon's story, but Tonight, if you're taking notes, I really want to preach a message entitled Faith Over Fear, the series that we've been in. This is, this is the staple message for this series. So Faith Over Fear is the name of this message. And I was listening to a video recently um, of a songwriter, Jonathan Helser, and he's a songwriter at Bethel Church, and he wrote um, a really impactful song that we actually sing in church and I was listening to the actual testimony behind the song I raise a hallelujah and I've have been really encouraged by this um, song so I, I thought it would be better for us to actually watch the video together um, I wouldn't be able to explain it well enough I think the way he explains it is perfect so right now I think we're just gonna turn our attentions to the screen we're gonna watch this video and then we'll continue with the message. This year, as a, a Bethel Music family, a few days before Christmas, most of you guys probably were a part of this miracle, but we watched um, 
Joel and Janie Taylor's little son, Jackson. And he was a few days before Christmas airlifted to intensive care. And we began to fight for Jackson's life. How many of you guys joined in that fight and that symphony of prayer that rose up for a little boy? And a couple, couple weeks into the fight, we got a text one night from Joel that they weren't sure if he was going to make it through the night. And as soon as I heard and read the message, it was like this giant of unbelief stood in front of me. And I just, I just thought, Jackson's going to die tonight. We're not going to see the miracle. And as this giant stood in front of me, all of a sudden, out of my gut, this song started coming out right in the face of the giant. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a As that giant was looking at us, I knew he was going to regret the day he ever pointed his sword at Jackson. Just as Goliath pointed his sword at David, the sword Goliath pointed at David became the sword the little boy picked up and took the giant's head off with. And as we watched this miracle happen in Jackson's body, it was like this giant of unbelief was falling. And our community just began to sing this song. It was just one note in the symphony of prayer rising for his life. So I want to teach it to you this morning. Let's sing. So good, right? I just love it. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than my unbelief. I think it's safe to say that in this story, Gideon was suffering from a lot of unbelief and a lot of fear. We talked about unbelief a little bit last week, but he was struggling. He knew his enemies were near. He was struggling with unbelief, but it was overcome by this fear that crippled him. Gideon de demonstrated this fear, this anxiety, and this doubt. And he constantly tested God by asking him to perform signs just to make sure that God was actually with him still. Because all that he had experienced recently was Midianites just overtaking them. The crazy thing about it is that God did not give up on Gideon through his fear and his un unbelief. He was still committed to using him for his glory. He's still committed to using Gideon for his glory, which is beautiful. But he dealt with, he, he dealt with two major fears. He dealt with the fear of man, the fear of rejection sorry, by his own people, and also the potential harm made by the Midianites but also he had fear of just what could go wrong in general. And this morning, 
or this, <laughs> this uh, not this morning, it's not morning time, this evening, um, I really feel like we need to remember that fear can so easily cloud our mind and fog, fog our mind. Second Timothy chapter 1, starting in verse 7, it says, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He has not given us a spirit of fear. Some of y'all need to just hear this, 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 this scripture here and just write it maybe on your mirror in your bathroom or maybe write it in your Bible over and over again. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but power and of love and of a sound mind. Sound mind translates in the Greek to sophronismos, which means self-control, moderation, and discipline. We can have minds of self-control because God is always in control. We can have minds of self-control because God is always in control. We, we can have that truth to hold on to tonight. And when we, we so easily want to grab a hold of fear, we can just remember that God is actually with us no matter what. And he's giving you a sound mind. He's giving you self, self-control. Fear, the spirit of fear, is not from God. And you can call on him at any time. And he will help you get through any situation. We can take courage in God. I, I think oftentimes what can help us deal with our f- fear is if we just switch our focus to just having courage in God. God can give you courage if you just ask for it. Courage, you can use courage to combat your fear. But God has given us a sound mind. Not a cloudy mind filled with fear. So tonight, as we're continuing to take notes, I wanted to give us a couple points that we can grab a hold of. I actually have three points tonight, not two. So get ready. Buckle up. Yeah, I'm coming. So first point tonight. Fear will cause you to second guess everything. Faith will cause you to hear what God is speaking over your life. I'm going to say that again. Fear will cause you to second-guess everything. Faith will cause you to hear what God is speaking over your life. In verse 12, God called him a mighty man of valor. He called it out in him before he saw it in himself. A man of valor. He's calling something out of Gideon before Gideon saw it in himself, which is beautiful. That would have been encouraging to me because it's the very voice of God saying it. The one that created Gideon was saying this. You have courage. You have great courage. But courage is one thing that Gideon needed more of. God didn't give up on him because God was committed to using him for his glory. God was calling something out of Gideon in a time of uncertainty, and I love that. goes back to what I was talking about last week. Sometimes you just got to read the truth of God out loud. Sometimes you have to listen to what God is speaking over your life. You feel like God has given you a word, like an actual just one word. 
hold on to it and pray about it. Talk to God about it. Maybe for you, it's the word peace. Maybe he's trying to establish peace in your life. Maybe, maybe it's joy. Maybe it's leadership. Maybe he's calling out a leader in you. Maybe it's courage like Gideon. He needs more courage. He can find it in God, and you can too. Maybe you can relate to Gideon more than you think in this moment. But we can find courage in God, and that snuffs out fear when we take hold of courage in God. Be careful what words you speak over your life. Words can bring death or bring life. We see that in God's word. In Proverbs 18, verse 21, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who talk, sorry, those who love to talk will reap the consequences. That's straightforward. They can bring death or life. That's our choice. But let's listen to what God is speaking us, speaking to us, the word that he's put over our lives. And let's hold on to that. Amen? So faith can cause you to hear what God is speaking over your life. Second point, fear says, what if? Faith says, it's about who I'm with. Faith says, what if? Faith, fear says, what if? Sorry, faith says, it's about who I'm with. Start in verse six, uh, 15. Going back to this passage, it says, and he said to him, please, Lord, how can I save Israel? Behold, my clan is the weakest, and I'm the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, but I will be with you, and you shall strike the Midianites as one man. You see, we never, we never need to fear because we serve a God that is present, not absent. He is here in this place. It was hard for Gideon to trust, sure. Did he have his, his doubts? Yes. Did he have anxiety? I'm sure he did. But he had the, ga- the God of angel armies on his side. And we have that as well. We have access to that. You know, we hear the word or the phrase, fear not, and do not be afraid hundreds of times in Scripture. And I don't think that's by coincidence. I think <laughs> he's saying that so much so we don't forget that he's with us. Do not be afraid. I'm with you. Fear not. I'm with you. It's simple concept, but sometimes hard to follow through with. Because uh, fear is so easy to pay attention to, but he is with you through it all. I want to be full of courage because God is with me. Life is all about taking your eyes off of the what-ifs and setting your focus on the Savior who's beside you through it all. Sometimes you, you just need to take yourself, tell yourself, if God is on my side, then who's against me? But in the beginning of this, this chapter, in, in, seven, in verse, uh, chapter 7, sorry, we see more opportunity for Gideon to hold on to fear instead of faith. So the Lord... And Gideon, they have a conversation. It's getting close to, to battle time. He's getting pretty close to, to bringing his army over to the Midian camp and just trying to take them out for God's glory. 
And the Lord's like, hold up, we need to have a conversation real quick before you go over there. And he's like, okay, what's up, God? How's it going? And the Lord tells Gideon, there are too many men with you in your army. I can just imagine Gideon. Can you all imagine, like, what do you mean? Like, at the, at the moment, <laughs> at this moment in, in Scripture, he had 32,000 men with him in his army. In Gideon's army, like, they're, they're ready to go, right? Gideon's like, okay, cool, like, what's going on? Like, what do we need to talk about? There's too many men, what do you mean? He goes, okay, whoever is fearful at the task at hand, send them home. He's like, wait, for real? You want me to, you want me to ask them that? I'm sure a lot of them are in fear. I'm in fear. <laughs> and God's like, yeah, ask them. So 22,000 actually end up leaving. 22,000, they go home. They're like, peace, Gideon. Like, this is stressing me out. You're on your own. <laughs> they go home. Now he has 10,000 left. Um, okay, all right. Gideon's like, I'm not, I'm not going to let this get me down. Like, it's fine. We still got 10,000, right? That's all right. It's okay. We were at 32,000, but now we're at 10,000. Like, that's okay. We're good, God. We're good, right? God interrupts again. Wait a second. Yes, God. Here's the thing. 10,000 is still too much. It's still too many. Oh, for real? <laughs> yes. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. So then God eventually decreases it to 300 men. 300. Up until this point, Gideon hasn't had the best track record when it comes to trusting God. And this is not helping. But even still, Gideon follows through. Some of you might right now might relate to Gideon in this moment. God, I feel like I haven't given uh, you haven't given me much to work with here. Like, I, I don't, in life right now, I'm going through a hardship. I'm going through a circumstance. I don't know how I'm going to make it through. I don't really have many resources right now. God, how are we going to make it through? You just need to remember that he's actually with you. It's not about what you can do on your own. It's about what he can do through you. And he's with you right now. It's about who I'm with. It's about who you're with. So even then, he has 300 men, and he still carries on to do the work of the Lord. And the third point tonight, fear causes a spirit of defeat. Faith shines light on your victory, or to your victory. So going back to chapter 7, this is too good to not read, so we're just going to read a lot of it tonight, but... Verse 19, it says, So Gideon and the hundred men who were with him came to the outskirts of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch when they had just set the watch. And they blew the, the trumpets and smashed the jars that were in their hands. Then the three companies, so three companies of hundred men from all sides of the camp, blew the trumpets and broke the jars. They held in their, their left hands the torches and in the right hands the trumpets to blow. And they cried out, A sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Verse 21, Every man stood in his place around the camp, and all the army ran. They cried out and fled. When they blew the 300 trumpets, the Lord set every man's sword against his comrade and against all the army. So let's back up for a minute. So 
I'm sure some of these men, they had swords on the waist and stuff, but their hands were preoccupied with a trumpet and a jar with a torch in it. And when it got time to go into battle, they blew the horn and they had a torch. They broke the jars and they had a torch and a trumpet in the other hand. So what I'm trying to help you understand here is that there was, there w they didn't get physical once with any type of weapon or sword. They ran in there and caused so much confusion and the Midianites were so delusional in the middle of the night they woke up and they felt like that they, they seemed, it seemed like they were already defeated. So they started literally, they were so confused and everything, they started killing each other because they were like, I don't know what's happening right now. But what's so beautiful about this is that God actually fought for them. Yeah. God actually fought for them. And you need to remember tonight that God actually will fight for you too. Yeah. When you're struggling with whatever it is, maybe, maybe it's fear, maybe it's a very um, strong battle with addiction, whatever it is, God can fight for you. And the beautiful thing about this is that they, they had torches that shined a light on their victory in God. So God fought for them. They, they shined a light on what God was already doing, which was defeating their enemy for them. And he'll do that for you tonight too. They declare the battle to be God's. with 300 men. It's just so encouraging. And God did that too on purpose just so that the Israelites would not be able to boast in their own strength, but in God. Fear causes a spirit of defeat. Faith shines light to your victory. So as the band comes back up tonight, I, I just wonder what would happen if we lived life this way? What would happen if we lived life this way? We remember that fear can cause us to second guess everything, but faith will cause us to hear what God's speaking over us. If we remember that fear says what if, but faith says it's about who I'm with. If we remember that fear causes a spirit of defeat, but faith shines light on our victory and to our victory, I wonder what would happen how would, your, how would your relationship with God grow if we chose faith instead of fear? We don't need to hold on to fear. Fear has lost its sting when we are in relationship with Jesus, all that we have access to. He loves you, and he wants to guide you through this life. And let me tell you, he's also pretty strong, too. He's strong enough to deal with whatever you're going through. So I really want... I want us to all stand for a minute and we're going to pray together, but I want to pray for some people in this place. Maybe you're in this place and you'd come in agreement with that, that you're, you're dealing with a lot of fear right now and I want to speak life into that. Can I just tell you that you don't need to buy into it? You don't need to allow it to have any control over your life because you have everything that you'll ever need in Jesus. He'll give you courage. Pray to him. Talk to him. 
So I just want to pray for us. So with every head bowed, eye closed, in this place, if you're actually dealing with fear, why don't you just raise up your hand and I'll pray for you in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. See those hands. Jesus, you see these hands tonight. And God, I just pray that you would break the spirit of fear over their lives, Lord. That you'd break those chains, God, because you're more than capable of doing it. And you're strong enough. You're a strong tower, God. You actually bring peace and you bring courage. You bring strength, God, and I ask that you'd bring those things that you'd lay it on these people's lives, God, that they would experience it even right now as we're praying, God, that they would feel a difference. They would feel a shift, God, because of your Holy Spirit working. Thank you, Lord. That from this night on, there would be a shift. That we would hold on to faith and not fear. That we remember that you're with us, God. That the what-ifs don't matter anymore because you're with us. And you're going to guide us through this life. So I thank you that you're the king over all. That you're the king over everything, Jesus. And we just want a touch of heaven in this place, God. And we love you and pray all this in your precious name. We hope you got something out of that message. We would really love to connect with you. Why not join us at church on Sundays or connect with us at colonialchurch.life. We would also love it if you could hit the subscribe button, maybe leave a comment for us or a review to really help us move the ministry of Colonial forward. In Jesus' name, God bless you.